Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crypto Hipster Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the Crypto Hipster, where I interview founders, executives, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, artists, musicians, you name it, all around the world in crypto and blockchain. And today I have an amazing guest. Um, I have Gwendolyn Regina, who is the investment director at BNB Chain. Uh, Gwendolyn, welcome. Hi, Jamil. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Hi, everyone. Awesome. Awesome. Um, everybody says hello back. Um, so uh, let's kick things off and um, ask you the first question is this, is um, what is your background and is it a logical background for what you're doing now? Love that starter question, Jamil. My background has been a mixture of entrepreneurship and investments, as well as a media person. So I've spent the last 17 years of my career across the technology startup space um, and media. And it's a logical background because I've always been at the forefront of technology. You know, I started uh, coding when I was 12 years old. Not not technical now, but you know, broadly speaking, I love um, product. I love diving into how things work. And you know, as um as a as an ex founder myself, having sold the company as well and having invested in many different startups across the years, it's uh, super logical. At a BNB chain, because here we are, you know, at a cutting edge of, of technologies, really building the next wave of internet infrastructure, of infrastructure where I believe that a lot of our lives will continue to be changed. And, you know, what we're doing here at BNB chain is both scaling, building and scaling the technology, as well as growing a community of builders, developers, and the third point, the third, uh, the third kind of a segment of users is really just the retail users and uh, general user community. And in my career, I've basically, again, uh, done all sides of um, the, the technology space and have grown communities as well. So yeah, super logical using that term, Jamil. Awesome. Awesome. So your, your role as investment director, so what do you feel is bnb's edge in your area of expertise and specialty one strength and the largest strength that bnb chain has is that we have proven scalability right our all-time high was 2.27 million daily active wallets on one single day and that was like um, more than a year and a, a year ago now for the all-time high during the bull market but even in this winter bear market we are averaging about about 1 million daily active wallets. So that's, you know, um, the largest in terms of users across the entire space. But more importantly, we are very consistent and, and reliable in terms of the chain. So I would say that's our biggest strength, proven scalability. And with that, right, because of the large user base, that means that we have already a large community, community of users, community of quote unquote customers, right? Because a lot of the projects, protocols, decentralized decentralized apps that are in the space, you know, a lot, of, you know, what you really need are users. So that's uh, that's a strength that we have. Definitely need users. <laughs> you need user experience too. Um, yeah, so... actually, Jamil, that's a good point, right? Users, but also user experience. And 
and that and it's, it's funny that you say that because you know one of the i mean i know i'm jumping a little bit jumping i don't know whether you have that you you have that question in your mind but one of the challenges that i think the whole blockchain and crypto space we're kind of looking at is how can we again grow the the users a community in this space to more than what we have today right and one of the largest challenges is we need to increase the ui and ux so basically the design and usability of the dApps. so yeah you're right so you as we have but we are trying to encourage everyone to to hire designers so designers if you're listening to this please come and join more depths yeah thing i used to do in corporate was i was the i was the guy who sat between the developers and the front office and so i would take the be able to take the front office specs and then bring them to the developers and explain what the what they what's needed and i think that's something that's missing right now um has been missing in crypto um, oh, you're but, right. The, it's it's almost like your your translator, right? Essentially, uh, yeah. That's actually that's a very very important uh, skill set to have, Jamil. You're right. We're missing in the space right now. Yeah. So, but we, was one thing that we do have in the space is content creators, and I know um, back in I think it's November that you got that BNB uh, NFTs started being listed on OpenSea. Um, and you had some initiatives and projects with them. How has that gone? Yeah. With OpenSea, you're right, back in November. So it's been, it's been like two, three months or so. It's been great um, because OpenSea, as all of us know, is basically the leading, one of the leading market, NFT marketplaces, market uh, NFT uh, platforms as well in the world. So it was a very important uh, partnership. It is still an important partnership for us. The OpenSea team has been incredibly helpful and very on the ball in terms of working with our team working the different projects that we have on on bnb chain so yeah so we had you know we've had many different projects kind of um you know uh do sales on OpenSea, but more importantly we've also done some marketing campaigns because you know with the launch we wanted to make sure that we are combining the efforts of both OpenSea, be the core team of bnb chain but also the different projects out there to really kind of make a splash right so we've, we've done a few campaigns and it's been quite interesting where we've got many uh many users who started who participated in the different campaigns for example one of the campaigns that we did we had almost ten thousand unique wallet addresses participate and more importantly for bnb chain we had quite a lot of them who um are new to bnb chain so thanks to the you know the wider um, larger open C community as well and of course on our side you know there have been a lot of bnb chain uh, users also interacting with OpenSea for the first time so i think it was a big win-win for OpenSea and bnb chain and also for users right because ultimately what you really want is a very um very vibrant and, and thriving ecosystem and also the ability to choose and the ability to to choose in terms of the different platforms but also like choice in terms of nft collections you can partake in so it's been it's been really incredible it's been great we're very excited to continue this partnership awesome so i'm trying to get my head around what's actually happening in the nft space you know since the i'd say implosion of cfi and you know the Celsius of the world and the FTXs and all that. Um, you know, I know some of the volume and some of the prices have come down in NFTs, 
but where where are we actually at right now as far as you know the nft subsector of crypto that's a that's a good question jamil i think with everything being many of the the blue chip communities kind of you know building and still sometimes um, announcing new features and upcoming stuff and kind of almost teasing the, the communities i think that's largely speaking you know there are always good teams and good projects still lying around so specifically for the bnb chain nft community you know for us we are looking at um, two kind of two kind of uh, kind of projects one the main thing is really the gaming projects because for bnb chain about 30 to 40% of our daily active users slash wallet addresses are gaming, right? So we are the largest, uh, again, the largest change in, chain in terms of users and the largest gaming chain. And these these gaming assets, NFT assets, you know, they want more places to play in, right? So that is the one key segment in which we're seeing a lot of interest, um, you know, and as you reference the OpenSea integration, this is something that, uh, has really caught the attention and eye of many of these uh, different gaming projects, and we're seeing more. Uh, we're seeing more of them kind of taking into account this new avenue to to build on. And the second bit is a bit uh, a bit wider, you know, as you talk about kind of the larger NFT spaces that we are seeing more platforms, and some of them are gaming, some of them aren't. But they're thinking of a few things, right? More. NFT infrastructure tooling. So we've seen, you know, uh, some projects looking at one-click NFT rentals, right? So you're talking about NFT um, slash DeFi kind of thinking. We are also seeing uh, some of the projects where it's almost like allowing you to one-click mint an NFT from Web2 platforms. Right, so I, I can't reveal names, right? Because we're still talking to some of them. They're not kind of live yet. A lot of them are kind of like beta form, and you know, still undergoing security audits. But these are some interesting things that we're seeing, where we're looking at more builders thinking about the next evolution of how NFTs can be. And but more importantly, while with the entire space we've been talking about this for quite some time, I think more realistically, I'm seeing these white papers and technical documentation in front of me and some tests are ongoing. So that's looking really, really good. And I'm particularly excited about one because one platform that we're looking at, it's a more holistic gaming ecosystem already with already a few games built on top of that platform um, on BNB chain, you know, and they're building out more features and tooling like this kind of one click NFT rental which I think, you know, it's very exciting because you're really kind of thinking about a whole value chain, right? And that's important because a lot of the projects out there are quite siloed to some extent. And ultimately in Web3, you're always talking about a composability and the ability to, you know, transfer value easily. So, so that's all exciting. Uh, one other interesting infrastructure thing that I, I really want to look more at as well in terms of the NFT space is, is really, you know, how can these NFT infrastructure and, and tooling platforms really enab enable the open metaverse? Because right now, you know, when you look at this multi-chain uh, world and cross-chain world, and we do support that wholeheartedly, you know, ultimately, a lot of the NFT collections and, and NFT assets are still fairly, you know, uh, siloed. So, you know, the question we have regarding the open metaverse is that can there be more assets that really, you know, uh, can be transferred much more easily and much more interoperability amongst the different metaverses and amongst the different worlds, so to speak? 
Okay. You said a couple things there, and I I got to dive down into both of them. The first one is regarding the DeFi mindset, the DeFi way of thinking, right? Um, and you guys, um, BNB has been has offered the NFT trading experience, right? Through it with the, you know, and I'm thinking about how to get my head around this and with the 40% gaming and, but that mindset, that DeFi trading experience applied to NFTs. How's that been different with NFTs than your traditional, you know, cryptocurrencies and leverage trading? I don't think they're exactly similar, right? Because you cannot look at it the same way because NFTs ultimately, literally what NFT means is non-fungible tokens, right? Whereas uh, for DeFi, they are fungible, right? One ETH, another ETH, and one BNB, another BNB. They're, they're basically the same, right? So I would say the mindsets are, are are different, you know, but I think what you're trying to get to is that, you know, like what I just said or earlier, when I kind of referenced the NFT, you know, cross of DeFi, I, I think it's not about the, having the same kind of, of thinking, but seeing the evolution of the the of how both spaces can coalesce more effectively. So I do not think that it, uh, the um, the outcomes would be the same. But when you're talking about the different ways of interactive NFTs right now, you know you have you you can't you know you can you can place a bit. You can place a bid on on the different marketplaces, but it's not exactly real time, real time, right? So, so again, by 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 this in itself is actually already very different. I think what is evolving is the ability to use um, NFTs in different ways. It's to think about them more as collateral, for example, right? I'm sure you've seen and your audience have also seen and talked about the potential collateralization of nfts that, that's interesting and again i mentioned earlier nft rentals right so it's it's usage of nfts more as assets you can you can i wouldn't use the word leverage so because leverage she has used it differently right but assets that you can collateralize so to use that that word i think that's more effective here it's more uh, relevant here it's very different from the I would say much more short-term mindset of pure DeFi because in DeFi right now, and of course DeFi itself is also evolving, right? But a core base of DeFi, it's, it's a lot of traders for sure. You have some, obviously the perps and futures, uh, you know, for, for, for example, as well. Uh, but at this point, the NFT space is still evolving where it's, we're not yet at a stage where we can kind of place a lot of, future bets on the potential pricing of it. There are tools and, and there are people think, smarter people in NFT space thinking about all these. But I would say the, the mindsets are still very, very, very different. But what we're excited about is really seeing NFTs evolve as more of an asset play. Because ultimately NFTs, you know, what, what are they? They're IP, sure. But they're also at, at its core. It's, um, it's, it's community, it's membership it's 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 almost like a gateway to a, a a bigger different world right and and that's a bit different from pure DeFi, the pure DeFi mindset makes sense to me um yeah that word is important collateralization um you could take your content creating in your mind and, and create a collateral 
and uh, make, you know, create it into an asset. So yeah, that's awesome. And then um, the second, the second uh, thing you mentioned was an open metaverse. So I want to follow up on that. Um, what is your, what is your view? What is your vision of um, an open metaverse? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Jamil, since I brought it up, right? <laughs> so it makes sense for me to semi-define it. So the open metaverse for us, you know, it's, I mean, actually, I'll take, take a step back, Jamil. If you mention metaverse right now, some people would jokingly say it doesn't exist, right? Some And other people would jokingly say that we've always been in a metaverse. I mean, what is the metaverse? Is online? It's just an online world, right? Or not, right? Or is it 3D, right? Depends on how you define it. So for us, what we're thinking about really is kind of broader than that. I think we're very aware that, again, you know, like blockchain and Web3 were still very nascent. And for us, we at BNB Chain, we're always thinking about building that infrastructure layer to enable the evolution of Web3, which means we want to enable the evolution of open metaverses. So what we have here today is that you do have different metaverses that are siloed. You do have people, you know, uh, dApps and protocols, dApps, you know, building assets for different metaverses. Some of them are the same. Some of them are different assets. But what we envision what we think the open metaverse uh, will evolve into is the ability to, again, more easily transfer value um, from one metaverse to the other, more easily, you know, uh, leverage and, uh, I mean, again, using a word maybe a bit wrongly, but collateralize and, and um, use the assets you have in more multi-chain. So how this will really, how will we see this come to pass? I we we don't have a crystal ball. I can't give you an exact description, you know, whereby, hey, you know, we are waking up every morning in Metaverse 1 and um, having our virtual lunch in Metaverse 2 and, and we're able to, you know, trans, uh, able to improve the certain step. Can we transfer the value out to another Avatar 3 and Metaverse 3? I don't know. I don't exactly know how, you know, how it will really come to pass because a lot of this is obviously user behavior, right? And also actually a lot of uh, a lot of how the open Metaverse will evolve is going to come down to design, right? Jamil, as you pointed out, as you brought up, which is, is usability as well. So there's a lot of different elements in any piece of technology that helps shape help shape uh, what the technology, how the technology will actually be interacted with uh, on a daily basis for us. So I don't have an exact definition for you or, or clear picture to paint, right? But really ultimately it's in simple one sentence language, it's really the ability to transfer your, transfer value, transfer your assets and use it wherever you want, whichever metaverse you want. Very cool. Um... Yeah. So, so I have two more questions now, but, uh, let, let's, let's, let's the first one that I'll, then I'll go into the second. Um, how have you seen the integration with OpenSea, right? Since November, how have you seen it bring, bring in the large number of creators into the, the wider, the wider ecosystem first and empower them? Um, how have you seen that so far? And then, um, what further goals have you, do you have based on, you know, having seen what you've seen, if that makes sense. So to return to the to the open sea kind of discussion, 
we definitely have seen a, an increase of interest in the NFT space because for us, uh, a BNB chain NFTs has been something that we've been putting a lot more effort in into increasing the diversity and, and strength of the space. And we are seeing more like in more interesting profiles from even a Web2 space thinking now of coming to build NF either NFT collections or to build new projects and debts that has an NFT component and then building on BNB chain. So I would say that this partnership you know, definitely has gotten a lot more eyeballs, right? Has been a definitely a good thing. And just in, in from a wider perspective as well, is that our team has also, again, put in more resources into enabling this space. So I think definitely check on all boxes, which is that we've seen an increase in users, you know, in uh, increase of NFT users on BNB chain, uh, check, increase of interest in new, creators and builders thinking about building NFTs, check, as well as these people think about building NFTs on BNB chain. So for us, it's been exciting to have these conversations with, with many of these uh, strong entrepreneurs and builders on the Web2 space, because in our work as well, when we talk to these Web2 folks, you know, a, a part of our, our role is also to educate people, right? Educate them about like, hey, you know, what's in Web3? How can you really leverage Web3? Why why, and why should you build on Web3? And perhaps why should you, should you not build on Web3, right? Because, you know, we're almost at the semi-advisory sometimes where these Web2 entrepreneurs that can be extremely, extremely experienced in their fields, you know, they've built uh, um, companies for, you know, uh, and serve many users, but Web3 requires a slightly different mindset, you know, a, definitely a different business model, especially for dealing with tokens, right? And so part of our, our work really is to help people transition from Web2 to Web3 as well, uh, both the entrepreneur side as well as the, the user side. And again, we've seen much more interest um, from that perspective. So it's been increased and in, 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 it's been very, very encouraging. Awesome. So I brought that I brought that back into the equation because there are some global challenges like that that are happening now and that are going to happen right at the forefront of NFTs and the metaverse and gaming, you know, expansion. What do you think that some of them are, um, and how do we how we're going to navigate that? Yeah. So for us, we as I mentioned earlier, we are excited about. NFT tooling. We are excited about how the intersection of NFT cross of DeFi, you know, cross of Metaverse, cross of social Fi would be interesting. So at BNB Chain, we have used a term we call MetaFi. MetaFi meaning uh, not meta in terms of metaverses, but a metadata, right? So hearkening back again to what I talked about regarding the transfer of value and, you know, in, in, uh, earlier the open metaverse, right? Ultimately, Metify for us is really how, you know, the different spaces are each evolving such that the new stuff that we're going to see would be exciting. So, so for us, we, you know, we're going to see more, you know, uh, again, more the different kind of game five projects evolving to having more sophisticated NFT strategies. We are also seeing, you know, uh, more 
NFTs being in-game assets, we are seeing again more different kinds of NFT tooling, which is which is could be again a one-click rental, could be collateralization of NFTs to then allow you to do many other different things, could be allowing users to do pure DeFi things, right? So collateralizing your NFT to perhaps take a loan somewhere else, right? And nothing to do in the gaming ecosystem, perhaps, right? So we're starting to see. You know, more people looking at NFTs as well. It's not just um, a, a paid JPEG, right? But as actual assets that you can then use and, and it's part of your property, so to speak, you know, um, that you can then use within within a Web3 space. So I know that that's a very high level, right? Because ultimately, there's many different projects building the space right now. And we have been... Um, working with many different GameFi projects specifically, and as I mentioned earlier, different kind of toolings that we're still kind of doing our due diligence on. That's why I can't mention them. But I think in a few months, you will start seeing more of these names pop up more uh, publicly from us, uh, but not right now. I'm excited. To, uh, I'll be here. So, um, you know, I'll be looking forward to seeing what you're doing. Um, and... I have a weekly news show, which I recap like a lot of the regulatory news around the world. And from a regulatory perspective, things are like really tightening up in every individual country. And, you know, I know I know BNB chain is global and you don't really have a jurisdiction per se. So how's that affecting how's that affecting you or, or is it not affecting you at all? Yeah, that's a great question, right? So for us. At BNB Chain, we are mostly dealing in the, I mean, we are entirely in a Web3 decentralized world, right? But at the same time, we are we are looking at the space, broadly speaking, just because regulations across the entire blockchain space and Web3 space is important. As, as we know, there's two sides of, of Web3, right? With the centralized platforms and the decentralized platforms. So for us, you know, we are, um, we are, um, how, how we're really thinking about the regulation side of things is that it's what there, there's a few ways we can cut it right once the nodes perspective slash the infrastructure and for the node side of things depending on where the nodes are they could fall under different jurisdictions and different and thus different regulations that's one second is that when we think about permission and, and non-permission blockchains right and permissionless blockchains so bnb chain we are permissionless at this point right so but what we're seeing uh when we say permission you know you're talking about enterprise blockchains but with enterprise blockchains then then there could be a regulation component as well right so how we're seeing the regulation space is that we are we are aware of how regulations are affecting the space and can affect the space um, but for us you know the core team of bnb chain we're dealing on um, on we're dealing with a lot of more of the decentralized projects that for example, we talked a lot about Game Five, Game Five in this in this in this recording so far, right? In this podcast so far. So a lot of them, when we when we talk to them, it's there's less of a regulation talk for now, at least, right? But at the same time, part of our security team, part of our kind of due diligence is also making sure that when when we talk to these different projects, again, be it in the Game Five space, be it be it the infrastructure in terms of tooling, in terms of notes, that they are aware of the legal potentials and risks uh, with, within their home base, 
within where the team is based and and we we advise and work with them accordingly to to work around to 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 work with and make sure that everything is compliant but at the same time because of the core team here we we deal a lot of the decentralized side of things i would say that there is there is some aspect of our work that deals with that but largely speaking not quite yet does that make sense jamil it does it does and so again it, it gets into my my next question actually you know and what i've noticed over the past half year with the with the crypto winter right is we have a friction filled uh crypto ecosystem right uh, in a world also that is that's filled with friction right um not necessarily friendly but how can we collaborate effectively to achieve a frictionless and friendly vision that i know that you and OpenSea and bnb chain you know have and real and like how do you how do you see that happening or if you do yeah the word frictionless i think it's amazing it's good and it's a good vision to have i do think we're extremely far away from a frictionless web3 ecosystem right now right even for us web3 natives you know switching wallets you know, switching chains uh switching protocols and dApps is still not the easiest sometimes i still think we have a long way to go as an ecosystem as web3 uh, community and how we are trying to think we're thinking about some of these is that again just now we talk about design right so we are um trying to make sure that we are doing our part to educate the web two folks to, to about web three number one but number two also getting talent into the space so for example bnb chain we launched a jobs like ecosystem jobs portal right so bnb chain projects and devs that are hiring we welcome them to put up the the open openings the job openings on the portal so that and, and then on our side we actually publicize that so that we can get you know just more of that the, these opportunities out in front of the wider bnb chain community in front of the wider crypto community blockchain community but also to the web2 community so I think that's another part. Getting talent in is very, very important to increasing the sophistication of the space, right? Everything from across uh, design to to even you know more technical builders to people thinking about you know bringing their own expertise into the space and thinking about evolving that particular space. So you know, for example, health and blockchain, very interesting, right? You know, uh, we've already we're seeing a lot of railway assets people uh, think like uh, railway assets in the space and evolving even more that's another space that bnb chain we're very excited about right so thinking about real estate you know on the blockchain and stuff like that right so we want to see more industry experts from traditional industries from the web 2 space come into the space and and i think all these you know uh, requires a lot of education and and again sharing with them opportunities so that they know they can land immediately in web3 and contribute at a high level yet learning and all together then we evolve right so will that really bring us to a frictionless space not immediately and not quite right because frictionless might might then you know what does it mean does it mean that everything is cross-chain everything is is purely multi-chain immediately i'm not sure right because that also depends on where your personal philosophy is right is it going to be a world where 
there'll be many chains, a multi-chain ecosystem, which we already are, but that each ecosystem is more, more siloed rather than cross-chain. Or do you believe in a more cross-chain world versus a siloed world, right? So, so it depends, right? But if you talk about frictionless, um, I'm going to just zoom out and say, you know, in terms of general usability, right? Um, we still have a long way to go, but we're, I think collectively, we're already trying to improve many things, design, talent. And the last bit I would like to just point out here, you know, it's security, right? I think security is one big thing in which all of us have a duty and a part to play in both designing projects and 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 uh, developing products that make it easy for your users to complete the actions and make it difficult for them to make a mistake. I think that's very important. And from a security side of things, we at BNB Chain, for example, we have announced and in, in progress have something we call a venture DAO. So a venture DAO is a coalition of many people in the space, security and, and, and many different protocols who are collectively building a few things, a few uh, products uh, like Meter and Watch, where we're looking and watching like live on-chain transactions and highlighting the risks immediately. We're building APIs based on all the work that everyone is doing together. And so any centralized or decentralized uh, products uh, and protocols can actually call these APIs. And if there's any breach that happens somewhere within the ecosystem, it will be immediately be flagged and information dispersed right so we are working on all of these to help make the web3 space more usable for like a better word again right which hopefully that is brings us one step towards much more being much more frictionless awesome awesome i love it yeah we got a long way to go but the good thing is that we got a long way to go so things will be growing and building from there so um i want to thank you very much for your time today. I enjoyed speaking with you. I enjoyed our conversation and I have, um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. And uh, I have one final question and it's this is how can people find out more information about you, about BNB chain? How can they, uh, you know, learn what's going on? How can they participate? How can they do any of that? Thank you so much, Jamil. So you can find us on social media, at our Twitter handle at BNB Chain. That's really very simple. And we're also in on YouTube and across the board. We also have a 24-7 Discord channel, especially for builders and developers. So you can go to our Twitter account, BNB Chain, to find out the different links to our Discord, to the different Telegram channels. We have a very, very vibrant community across many different languages as well, right? So yes, you know, Jamil, hopefully your listeners will go online to find us. And yeah, I'm personally at Gwendolyn Magina uh, online as well. But yeah, come visit us at BNB Chain. And there's so much waiting for for your your listeners, uh, Jamil, in, in BNB Chain. And I hope that more people will come and build with us. Awesome. So do I. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much, Jamil, for having me and having us.